You are now tuning in to the Braving Wander podcast. I am so honored to have you here. It is my purpose. It is my mission to hold this safe and sacred space for you, for your healing, for your self-care. This is where we become vulnerable. This is where we create community, hold each other accountable, and walk each other through our transformations, our growth. This space is special, this space is sacred, and this space is just for you. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome, welcome. How are you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm excited for this chat. Good. Yes. Hello, guys. Come on in. This is the first live recording we've ever done for the Braving Wander podcast, so... I'm really excited about this. Yes. We got some people in the room already. So we're going to give people like a minute or so. Hello. Hello. Welcome. If you have your tea, your coffee, your water, whatever, grab that. Look how cute this mug is that my friend got me. It says Wander on it. That's dope. How deep is that mug? Like, I mean, it goes all the way to the bottom, so it's a pretty, oh, yeah. If it's full of coffee, you're going to be like, oh, oh, nice. First of all, you know me and coffee. I could drink coffee like it's nobody's <laughs> business. Thank you for showing support. Yes. Um, no, but it's tea. I'm drinking peppermint tea. That's actually my birthday. Really? Uh, yeah, it is. Aw, hello. That's so sweet. Yeah. All right, we're just going to get started, and people are going to come in when they want to come in. So, again, guys, this is um, the Braving Wonder podcast very first live chat. Um, this is something I wanted to do interactive because I feel like this conversation is going to be really great. Chantal and I just met, God, like a couple of weeks ago, right? A couple of weeks ago. Honestly, maybe like two weeks from today. And um, I think so. I'm really good with dates. I believe it's like this. Yeah, two weeks from today. Um, and immediately we like connected and we've been forming this bond. So but I'm going to let you, Chantel, tell us about yourself, where you're from, what you do, all of that fun stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm Chantel. I uh, was born in Flint, but I, I live in Detroit. I was raised in Detroit all my life. Um, I, I reached out to you a couple weeks ago because I think I followed you. I don't remember. I don't remember how. I think I went live with a uh, link to lesbian uh, mm. account. And I think we connect on there. But it was weird because I never saw your uh, your content because you're all these you know the algorithm and stuff. And I reached out to you because I was like, yo, I would love to do a podcast because I don't know, you just saw it was just amazing. And I heard your uh, last episode by Breathwork, mm-hmm. and I was just like, no, this is really dope. And I was like, I'd love to connect with this person. And at first, I was like, hella scared, obviously, because you're like, you don't know what you're gonna receive from a person. Right. And then, um, like you said, we just connected and it just. Amazing. We've been talking like what every day since. Every day since, yeah. Every day since. It's yeah. been dope. It's, I, I love that you um you wanted to push past that fear and see what life was like on the other side of that. So what was it that made you say, you know what, F it, like I'm just gonna reach out to her anyway? I think because um I, I read the book Big Magic. I know you said you read that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was saying how um, fear has one language, and the language is stop. Mm. And if something only has a singular language, then especially since you're saying stop, there's no abundance within that language. Right. And so I was like, so even if this person tells me no, or this person say, or doesn't really respond to me, um, 
this person doesn't dictate how, how I view myself or how I feel about myself. And I remember my therapist always says, like, a lot of times we, we always focus on what could ha- happen or, like, mm. what not could happen. And she was like, but you always have another thought. Why can't you focus on the good? Like, we so we, we, we fixate on the bad. We fixate on what could happen and they reject all this other stuff. And it's like, but what if, what if it all works out? Absolutely. What if it all works out? What if it all works out? Yes. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just um, reach out to her and see what she says. And I just got past that because I, I, I just didn't want fear to make a decision. Mm. Because no, fear isn't, isn't going anywhere. It's always going, it's I love always that. going to be there. And in, in the book, Big Magic, she says, fear is always going to be in the car with you, but make sure it's not in the driver's seat. Right. And I was just like, Right. You know what? Let me just reach out to this person. Let me just see what she says. Far too often we're making decisions. We allow fear to be that driver to make those decisions in our lives. Should I do this? Should I do that? Um, And then we live in that fear. So Tiffany says she's always opening doors for herself, pushing past that glass ceiling. I love that. And um, probably one of the first things that I realized about you, I was like, oh, like she's going to get what she wants to get. So I definitely love that. When you first approached me, you wanted to, um, like your whole focus about your platform, what you're looking to build, all of that stuff was focused on like coming home to yourself. So what does that mean to you coming home to yourself? Because I'm sure for many people like that could have like, you know, a limit, unlimited amount of meanings, but what does that mean for you? Yeah, that's actually a really good question. And I actually grab that question all the time because I think of that, I say a lot, like, come home to yourself. What does that actually mean? Mm-hmm. And what it means to me may be different what it means to other people. But in turn, it means return to that inner power that you have and return to a connection with God's spirit, source, universe, mm-hmm. how well you frame it, and return to that connection and um, severing that connection. That's severing, I want to say that, but reconnecting to that connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, uh, what happens in um, in life is that we have traumas, wounds, and things we go through, which basically sever that connection. It 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 um it stops the connection between you and God and the universe. You know, the flow of abundance, the flow of love, because of those things. And sometimes we just get disconnected. Absolutely. And so return home to yourself. Return home to that power. Return home to that love that was it. That's always been there. It has never went away. The love um, has never went away. The connection, the inner miracles, has never went away. It's just sometimes we just get distracted by yeah. Life. Absolutely. And so just returning home to yourself. Returning home to that state of love, a state of being, and a state of just um, true abundance. You know, true abundance. It's like remembering. Like remembering who you were, all that stuff. So, um, I was I was trained for breathwork uh, by Milana Snow. I worked with Milana Snow in her breathwork training. So I've been learning a lot from her. She's a mentor of mine, and um, she does like uh, monthly breathwork sessions in her private group. And um, if you don't get a chance, obviously it's recorded. Watch it later. So I was actually watching the November breathwork session. Today is, I think I watched like Monday and she kept talking about coming home to yourself or going home. And then I was like, oh, this is so dope because this is what we're about to talk about. She said something that stuck out to me and I was like, I have to have to bring, um, let Chantel know. And I didn't tell you immediately because I was like, I wanted to bring it up while we're doing and this. You, and you usually text me like, oh my God. I do usually text you. I'm like, yo, listen to this or you know what I just heard? 
Um, but I was like, no, I want, I want this one to be special. She said, um, it is time to reclaim the parts of yourself that you were taught to leave behind or the parts of yourself that you were taught to shy away from. And I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. And it's very much in line with what we're talking about. Like, and yesterday, I think, or the day before, we talked about like reclaiming, right? Yeah. What does that mean to me? Yeah. I think a lot about inner child healing, like the childhood healing that a lot of us, I think, within the past few years are really diving deep into childhood healing. And so when I think about reclaiming the parts of myself that I was taught to shy away from, leave behind, I'm thinking about the childhood innocence, my childhood creativity. Um, I find now that the things I really enjoy doing are the things I did as kids, like something super simple, coloring. I have a coloring book. I have multiple coloring books. And um, I just went back to coloring. I was like, I used to love this. And I don't know if it was someone who told me to stop coloring, right? Because that's crazy. But it was probably just me hearing over and over again to stop playing around, to like get serious or, you know, to be productive in some way. And the way I'm creative, I think to the general public or maybe to um, the generation before me was like, she's not being productive enough. She just wants to play. She just wants to have fun and she doesn't want to get work done. But that's how that's how I live wow. in this life, you know? So I'm remembering to get back to those playful ways. Colorful. Yeah, it is so relaxing. Coloring is so relaxing. That's so crazy. I love how you said uh, the innocence of a child. Mm-hmm. Because I think of my godson and he is just so, he's so unaware of, what it means to be strong. He's so unaware of what it means to be resilient. He's just mm-hmm. so playful. Yeah. He just smiles and he sings all the time and he loves going nature walks. And it's just the innocence of a kid and he loves the little things, you know, and I realize yeah. like um I, I like that because for me it's just um, reconnecting to the little things. I'm a visionary so I love big dreams and big visions and yeah. all that sort of stuff. And I have a hard time with connecting to the details of that vision. And so now it's really getting to the space of um, letting myself just be free enough to just have mm. fun. Like, I'm a very serious mm. person. And free I'm like, enough to I, have fun, yeah. You know, I have six places in Capricorn. Sometimes I'm not serious, okay? But I've realized, like, Let's not get started on that. <laughs> and my therapist was like, you know, it's okay to, like, smile, have fun. Yeah. And my whole, my whole, my whole biggest thing was I was afraid that if I was having fun, people wouldn't take me serious. Mm. Mm. And my therapist was like, but what if they see you having fun, which makes them think, oh, she's a very um, balanced individual. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for me, I like that. The innocence of a child, I think for me, is just getting back to playfulness and just tenderness. And Let's not go having back to, to playing, yeah. Playing and not being so strong all the time. And it's like, why can't I just smile and just be tender? Just enjoy. Just enjoy. Yeah. I, okay. Going back to, I think this was high school and we're having this family discussion and we're, you just talk, we're just talking about like our futures. Like, what do we want to be? What do we want to do? And I remember saying, I just want to be happy. Like, I just want to do something that makes me happy. And my uncle God, like, I love him, but he was like, it's not, it's not about being happy. It's not about all of that. Da, da, da. I'm like, and in my head, I was like, is this supposed to be my future? Like, I'm, am I supposed to just go the rest of my life doing all of this stuff and then not be happy? Yeah. So that's something I'm unlearning, too, is that 
the things that um, bring you the most joy are probably the things that you should hold on to or keep doing for the rest of your life. Like, so going back to finding joy and purpose and finding joy in your everyday work, I think is really important because why, why shouldn't we be striving for happiness, you know? Yeah. It's so funny because I think, uh, I looked out to my mom just in the kitchen, we were hanging out, and I was like, one thing I learned from my mom is that my mom, first of all, you know, Stella, she be everywhere. Okay, she be everywhere. So my mom does go, she does scrap, or she travels. And I'm like, she, you know, she's retired. I'm like, no, she really does things that make her happy. She hang with her friends, mm-hmm. and they have car parties, and all that other stuff. And I'm like, or Kino night. I'm like, Yo, she really does things that make her. I want to be Stella's friend. She just she lives her best life. <laughs> so you live her best life. Not her inviting you to a party. I know Stella's not inviting you to a party. It means you need to get out. She's telling you you need to get out the I house. Know. You gotta go somewhere. It was crazy because I looked at her calendar. I was like, how? Because I'm getting tired thinking about it. Like, you're tired. You're just thinking of <laughs> And Stella is like, no, I'm going to go out. I'm going to live my best life. But I love that. I'm trying to get my mom into that space where, like, just don't worry. Just enjoy. Just have go back to the things that bring you joy and happiness. So as we're talking about going home and remembering, reclaiming, what are some things that you need to reclaim? Mm. That you need to reclaim? My joy. Mm-hmm. That's, I think uh, my joy is my birthright. Absolutely. And 100%. My, my joy. And the thing about the difference between joy and happiness is happiness is, is, is resting upon something that you're doing. Joy is just innate who you are, what's in you. And everything can be going spiral wrong, but you have this joy in you. you yeah. Know? So for me, I think I need to reclaim joy because returning home to myself means that I gave my power away to a lot of people, mm. a lot of relationships, a lot of Snaps. a lot of experiences mm. that really didn't um to be honest with you didn't deserve my energy, mm. my attention. More so, snaps, yeah. You know, and so it's like for me it's like reclaiming my joy again and not having that rest upon if I'm single, if I have friends, but having that joy from within and having that be my foundation, I think that is something I'm reclaiming in this next season because I exited a chapter of my life that wasn't joyful. You know what I mean? I thought it was joy. Mm -hmm. I really did. But then when things change or seasons change, then it's like, okay, what do we have? So for me, it's reclaiming that joy and not having joy be present. I mean, present over a situation or experience or money, but having that joy. Period. Yeah. Just having a period. Mm -hmm. Just having a period. And, And also reclaiming the inner miracle that that's always happening inside of me. So I love that. Miracles is like a lot of times we look for miracles and finances in external ways, but like there's miracles always happening on the inside of you, emotional, mental, spiritual, physical. And so for me, it's reclaiming and having remembering the miracle that's always happening on the yeah. inside of me through healing, through shadow work, through knowing that I deserve and I I um, deserve love. Not just love from a party, but love from friends, love from yeah. nature. Love, love from, from yourself. Love from yourself. You know, and, and really quick, like, I realized that where I went wrong, 
kind of went wrong where I kind of, no, I would say wrong, where I went wrong is that I searched for love in one person mm. rather than having, like, like we say multiple streams of income, we need multiple streams of love. You know what I mean? Like yes. Like a lot of times we just want love. I love that. I'm, I'm married, I have a partner, so they love me. Okay, so where's your other stream of love? I love that. Leaves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If that person leaves you, do you have another stream of love? And so for me, what I just reclaimed is I love nature. Thank you, Ivy. Um, I love nature. I love going mm-hmm. to nature. And I realized that nature loves me because it's so free. And so having that stream of love has really um, set my heart ablaze where I don't have to search it for someone else. So when right. someone comes into my life and a partner, um, I'm not looking for her to, that's the only stream of love that I have. Like yeah. It's friendships. It's, it's so many things. So I think we need multiple streams of love, just like you have multiple streams of income. I love that idea. And this is like the first time we've been talking about multiple streams of love. Um, yes, because we're always so focused on the external and what can someone else do for me and what can I get out of this situation, out of whatever. And then we lose that, right? And then what happens? We feel drained. We feel like we're not worthy enough and we go through all of these emotions. Um, but it really should come from within and come from the things that we enjoy doing. So we find love and connection in all of these spaces. Oh, what I wanted to say, something else that came um, came up during the breath work that I did the other day. She said, and when we reclaim these parts of ourselves that we've lost, it's time to then celebrate it and acknowledge acknowledge Ooh. those things. We don't, I don't think we celebrate enough. And I think you, you mentioned this like very briefly a few minutes ago, but we don't celebrate enough, right? We don't celebrate the little things that bring us joy or even the things that we remember from a long time ago, like celebrate that remembrance saying, oh my God, I, you know, I haven't forgot because a lot of times we think that if we don't remember something, if we don't know something, like then that huge disconnect is created, right? Oh, I can't connect or I can't do whatever. But once you remember, it's like a light bulb goes off and then you, you find this deeper connection with yourself. So how does, how, does, how if, if you were to give an example, how you, how you would celebrate yourself, how would that look for you in real time? Okay. So, um, very, very simple example, but I danced a lot as a kid and not just like in the home, um, sidebar, my friends and I did have like a, a, a group. And we're still known by that group to this day, which is really funny. But outside of just dancing for fun, I danced at school. So I, I did a lot of shows, recitals, all of that stuff. And remembering who I was then is me saying, wow, I used to dance so much. And then just have like a dance party. Yeah. Celebrate the fact that I used to do that so often. And just playing some music and maybe playing some stuff from when I was younger. So a lot of Destiny's Child, a lot of Britney Spears, whatever. and. I like that. And going off and dancing and celebrating that remembrance that, okay, this is something I used to do all the time. It made me feel good. It made my body feel good. So I'm going to do it in this moment. I'm going to remember who I was as a child or, you know, in high school. And I'm going to connect with that person again. But I think another good way to reconnect, um, I just, I like to write, I like to script things. And um, just, you know, writing different things that, come up in meditation and breath work and then just sitting with it sometimes celebrating it was just acknowledging it and sitting with it and you know um holding that the intention that these memories don't leave you or this lesson doesn't leave you 
Uh, so yeah, it, it doesn't always have to be something really big. You don't have to throw yourself a party because you remember that you can dance, but um, just have a little celebration. And maybe it means just sitting in meditation for a little bit and acknowledging that remembrance, or maybe it does mean having a dance party in your room by yourself, you know? So follow-up question to that. How do you, what do you think, um, because you, you said memory, how, how, do, how do you think we lose the memories of our childhood? Like what causes us to lose memories mm -hmm. of what used to make us happy? I love this question because it's something that I think I've dealt with a lot, dissociating. Do you know about dissociation? Like, have you? Yeah. Yeah. So when something um, traumatic happens or like you're triggered, excuse me, your brain basically like, I don't know like the technical, the technical terms of it, but your brain basically like cuts off that memory in order to protect you. So I think, because um, I've experienced it a lot where my friends and I will be having a conversation and they'll be like, oh, Stacey, remember when X, Y, Z happened? I'd be like, I wasn't there. They're like, what are you talking about? You were sitting right next to me. We were enjoying this moment together. And what I've started to do is when things like that happened, I'll try to remember what else was going on in my life at that time. And if, it, if I was dealing with, um, if I was going through like a depressive moment or if something really traumatic just happened to me, I'll, you know, I'll remind myself, oh damn, my, I, my brain probably cut off that, the whole memory because something traumatic was happening to me at that time. And it does so to like protect you. That's just one example. I don't know if that's it for everyone, but I know for me, I dissociated a lot. So a lot of my remembrance is coming back from those times where I was very traumatized. So my memory kind of just like was blocked off from that. Interesting. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I think the same thing for me. Because my, like, my mom always jokes around saying, like, like, you have a really bad memory because you remember nothing as a kid. And I'm like, I do remember things, but, like, there are intricate things I don't remember. But, like, as a whole, I remember certain things. And I'm wondering, is it that, like, kind of disassociate because of whatever was happening at that time, whatever emotions that you were feeling at that kid caused you to kind of disconnect from that memory because it may have to be anything traumatic, but it could be feeling of yeah. You know, exactly. It doesn't have to be working. extremely, yeah. It doesn't have to be extremely traumatic. It right. could just be something so small, but it hurt you deeply. And it's something that you don't want to experience again. And obviously your brain has that conversation with your body and they're like, okay, no problem. We're, we're going to um, yeah. cut off this memory from you. So you don't have to think about it again. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Oh, that's, that's so what projects are you working on? I know you're about to launch some stuff. So talk to us about what it is you're building right now. I'm not going to lie to you. I just wrote down this. I'm so glad you asked that question. I just wrote down my Google Drive, like, things I have to do. Like, I have so many stuff coming up. Mm -hmm. OK, so first of all, my podcast, Shanta says, yes. it's a podcast dedicated to millennials. Um, it's a podcast of self-love. Self healing and consciousness and returning home to yourself, which we talked about in the beginning. Love it. So I'm doing that podcast. That should be out um, by the end of the year. Uh, I just got my artwork finished from my boy Elber. He finished the artwork for me. I got my intro and outro. So that's yes. rolling. I'm excited. It's coming um, together. Gotta, coming together. You know, and I just had a conversation like got a reverse. I was like, what can we find out? And um, I, I just feel like divine timing is perfect timing. I was about to say, because one, one thing about the universe it's going to show you your manifestations whenever the hell it wants to show you your manifestations. Okay, so, like, so I'm excited. Um, 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 I'm excited.
So I'm doing that. I, I don't know if I can talk about the other projects, but I'm going to talk about the ones that I you know I can talk about. Um, okay. So I'm doing that, Chantel said. I'm also, um, I guess it's just probably helping my friend out, uh, my friend Syra. We're doing like his wellness projects, and she brought me on to help her with this project here. I love a wellness um, that, project. Yeah, and that kicks off the next couple of days. I just finished the paperwork, all the other stuff, and um, have two workshops in December here helping her out, which is super, super dope. Are they in, and, they're in person workshops? You know, they, they didn't say actually in the email. I'm, I'm not sure. It's for teenagers. So it's like I love it. Oh, yes. I'm so excited to do that. Oh um, she reached out to me, and I was like, yes. And I also have this opportunity to write for this upcoming um, magazine. It's a grief magazine. Uh, it's the it's online uh, magazine. And it's basically three different uh, conversations. One is about surrender, one is about mm -hmm. rebirth, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm writing an article for them. That's amazing. Uh, surrender. Um, so yeah, that's that's due to send. My, my friend, the one who just created my artwork for uh, a podcast, I'm writing an article for his branding company as well. So that's I love it. I know. So I'm just writing and creating right now, to be honest with you. And it feels amazing because a couple of months ago, you you would have not been able to tell me that mm. I'll be in this emotional state, mm. in a sense of um, an abundant state, mm. in a very healed, cathartic state. Like, I went through a very, very, I went through a spiritual awakening. Absolutely. And spiritual awakening is not. It's beautiful when you get out of it, but when you're going through that, when you're process, yes, who we could talk about that forever. What? It's a, it, think of a snake shedding its skin. Yeah, and it's not you know, and I'm extra proud. I watched a video on how it first turned to a butterfly. Mm -hmm. They're in that um cocoon. <clears throat> it's not a beautiful process, and actually hurts them actually. Yeah, and they say that um, but when they turn to a butterfly and they are you know flying around whatever. And they, I guess the cocoon gives off a scent. Mm. And then when a butterfly even smells that scent, they go the opposite way because your mind smells. Oh, shit. I didn't they, know this. Girl, I just, I just ran into that. And it reminds them what they went through. They yeah. Went. And they're like, nope. So, they're like, <laughs> I gotta go. Yeah. That ain't my cat. So, you can say, I, I am working on several projects for my mm. baby, baby, and Chantel said my podcast. I'm excited to put that out there. Um, I've been running my mouth since I was a little girl, but um, I've really, really taken to understanding that my purpose is to help people by using my voice and helping them. Mm -hmm. And this started maybe like a couple years ago. I ended a very abusive toxic relationship, and I, it was it was really hard. And big up to my friend Ryan. He we were all talking on the phone for hours. And he's like, yo, you got to share your voice. And I was just afraid, yeah. you know. And then one day, it turned out, I do live alone, we just did it. And I've been rocking ever since. So my podcast has been in the works for many, many years. But I don't yeah. think I was spiritually ready. Mm -hmm. um, but now I'm ready, you know, spiritually. Um, because I had to really deconstruct my foundation. Mm. That was a word, okay. That that's a word because, um, I I don't know that if you've if you've ever created something like this or just worked on any project and it's taking time for you to for you to sit back and say, oh shit, like it's taking so much time because I have to rebuild me, 
I have to re like reconstruct this whole foundation is faulty. And that in itself takes time before you can produce the home, right? The home that you want to produce. So I heard that. Yeah, I had yeah. my foundation. My foundation was it wasn't really a foundation, it was a quicksand. Mm. It was just it was just it's just when the storms and rain come out, I would just fall apart. And I never right. had a strong foundation mm. because I always um found my identity in my work. Ooh. Rather than the opposite. So yeah. I'd be like, you know, so who are you? I will always believe the title. Yeah. I'm a writer. I'm a this. I'm a that. And it's like, okay, so when that's taken away from you, who are you you outside of that? So I had to, right, so I had to really sit down and really have a spiritual awakening and figure out who I am and who I am as a spiritual being having a human experience, you know? And that right there is the foundation. So now when I do projects, I do certain things, I don't find my worth from my work in that in that project yeah. because I know that my work comes from the love of God in the universe. And so I think I had to rebuild. And I and mm. rebuilding was a lot of I, I remember telling you this, I used to I used to cry, just be crying for no reason. I'm just like Same. I feel hurt. I'm just crying. Same. And I was like I was like, dog, like what is what is going on? I called my friend and she's like, girl, you just purging old energy. Yeah. I was just about to say that. I was like, if you're not having a tower moment, then it was probably a lot of purging. Because I remember those nights where you on your knees, you're crying, and you have no idea what, where the tears are coming from. To the point where I would be like, this isn't me. Like, this can't possibly be my energy because I have no reason to be crying. But again, it's you, when you're going through that awakening, every single thing that has been living within you that no longer serves, it's coming up. And you got to yeah, purge I'm it. A, I'm such a logical being, so I'm like, so yeah. and logically doesn't make sense. So yeah. now I'm kind of like confused. I'm like, why am I crying? And I, I, I mean, I had reasons to cry, but not the type of cry I was crying. And yeah. then um, I was crying in nature. I was just crying so much. And then one day I woke up and I said, I'm done now. Yes. <laughs> I know that feeling of like, when you're like, oh, then you're like, actually, no. Actually, yeah. The tears are out. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, it was, it's, it's tough to remove all energy and then removing other people's energy yeah. as well. I just feel this sense of um, peace and yeah. being stable, mm-hmm. stable, um, clear, um, very direct. Mm-hmm. I don't feel unbalanced. I feel like my masculine and the energy is marrying each other finally. Ooh, I love that feeling. I love that feeling of balancing out that masculine and feminine. And to be very clear, like, yes, we have all of these tools and all of these modalities that we can tap into, but balancing out those energies for me wasn't necessarily like the easiest thing to do. Because I would go to the extreme of one, to the extreme of the other, and not really finding that... um, this, that stable masculine, that stable feminine, and become extremely toxic on one end and then extremely toxic on the other end. Um, so I'm glad that you touched on that because it takes time. It takes time to finally say, okay, yeah, I know when to be and I know when to do. Yeah. I definitely I, I struggled like with that. I'm a masculine person anyway, so I'm more masculine at my core. It has nothing to do with clothing, but at my core, yeah. you know, um, but I realized when I rested my mask for too long, 
I it, it makes my body tired. Yeah. So I have to um, marry the two so that I can be. So for me, my feminine right now in my life is nature. So I think nature walk, I'm going to nature, Love nature. That. Mm-hmm. that is so feminine energy. That's so rich in feminine energy where like when I'm out there, I'm like, oh, I got to make a decision. I don't have to do certain things. I can just be free. And it just makes me, also I'll take pictures too now as like a hobby, which is another like love stream for me. Mm-hmm. So it's just um, understanding the two and how to balance it out and when to bring one up and bring the other one down, that makes sense. Absolutely. Because I'm feminine dominant and um, it doesn't help that I'm already like a dreamer. So my head would be in the clouds all day, every day. I'll just be chilling, being. I'm just being. And your sign is what? I'm a Virgo. Yeah. So, but I'm I'm majority air sign. Like if you look at my chart, so I'm very like out there. <laughs> and <laughs> I've had like my business coaches and therapists be like, "Girl, you but you you have all of this idea, but you actually have to do stuff. You have to like do the work." I'm like, but can I just dream it? Because can I just like manifest it? Do I actually have to do anything? Um. See, yeah. I'm all earth. I only have. My one placement in uh, a water sign, Scorpio, is my Pluto, which is the furthest. So, and my, my whole chart is Earth. My rising is Earth. And my whole chart is Earth. I have Leo in me. That's that girl. So, so do, you ha- do you find that it's hard for you to play or just be or relax? Um, It's not hard for me. To, I relax too much at times. Um, It's hard for me to play yet. Because mm. I'm always thinking about what needs to be done. Yeah. And I like, I like, I'd like to work, but I also, I can be, I can be lazy at times. You know? I can be lazy. No, you can't. <laughs> it was so hard for you to say that, first of all, so I don't even believe you. You're like, I can be lazy. I don't believe you. Mm-mm. I can at times, but it's, it's hard for me to play. Anyway. So it's maybe that's something for you to like, Try and incorporate more into your life, just playing yeah. and not I think following the rules. A good playing. I guess me playing, like like, like taking pictures. I'm not playing, but I think that's a little bit. More it's enjoyment. Relaxing. You can enjoyment. you get to define what play is. You know. Right. Yeah. You yeah. always doing something. You always doing something. I know. I I know. I'll be like, I got you out. But anyways, but yeah. Listen. Do what brings you joy. Do what makes you happy. Okay. And that's the thing, it's like, and also doing things that you have to bring you joy, and also not having to, or trying to let I am, not having the um, the fear of, if I tell you no, because that won't bring me happiness and joy, how you will feel. How you, yeah, okay. You know, the other so person's me, reaction person. or response to, to you. Yeah. So Same, setting thinking, your boundaries, you know. Setting my boundaries and communicating my boundaries to someone and say, hey, um, this, this, this doesn't fly with me, et cetera, et cetera. And realizing that my therapist is like, you don't know the complete sentence. Yeah. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying be an asshole, like, no. But there's a way to scream for us, like, no, that, 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 that doesn't hurt. Doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work for me, or that doesn't align for me, or the way you just spoke to me, mm-mm. you know, so. Mm-mm. Just- <laughs> <laughs> mm-mm. We're not going to do that again. Because you're not going to cuss it. That's we're not going to do that. No, no, no. Um, so yeah, I think it's just a level of just having more play in life in your life and just um, being serious but also having play moments. And that's, that's what I'm learning to be playful. I am. 
Yeah. Smile more. I've been learning to smile. Smile more. Yes. I know. Because I used to be like in pictures, but now. Resting bitch face. Okay. Always. Like throwing up like, you know, so I used to be, yeah, but I'm just learning to smile more and just be happy and enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment. Absolutely. I'm here for all of that. Okay. We're going to wind down now. Yes. But it was such a joy talking to you. I feel like we're going to do this often. We should do like another live series yes. or yes, something. Yes, yes. We'll think of something. This was fun. Because we talk every day. So we'll think of something. We have so much to talk about. <laughs> so much. To, we could, it could really just be like any everyday conversation that we have. Just bring it to Instagram and have a chat. Because our first, our first uh, conversation was on FaceTime. I think we talked for like. It was a few hours. Day. Yeah. It was a good amount of time. Yeah, and I was like, I just met this person. But it was a good conversation. We had a good time. And then you saw me like trigger a lot. Yeah. Right, that's true. Oh, wait, I did want to ask this question before we go because we've been talking about this here and there since we started chatting. This feeling of alignment. What does, can you put it into words? What does that feel like to you right now? Freedom. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Freedom. Yeah. Freedom. And I think <clears throat> alignment means it feels like freedom mm-hmm. and it feels like rest. Mm. And it feels like mm. rest, freedom, and just fulfillment. Yes. A full body fulfillment. Like a full body fulfillment. And it doesn't, and alignment doesn't have to be aligned with her. You could just be aligned with just staying home for the night. Yeah. And that's your alignment. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, alignment feels like freedom, rest, and fulfillment. I love that. Yeah. You know when you are aligned because, and this is different. That's how I feel. So it's going to feel different. But I think when, when, when you'll know, I mean, when you'll know that you're are aligned to raise what to be is that your spirit will be at ease. Yeah. It will be at ease. Yeah. I'm not saying you won't have times of turbulence because you can still be aligned without turbulence. That's not what I'm saying, but um, you'll know. You'll know. And I, I, I'll end with this. Um, it's not happening to something for you. And 100% so you agree. You know when you're aligned. You know, 100% so in a rough season, you'll know when you're aligned. You know you are just going through a rough season. I love that you said it feels like freedom because that's exactly how I feel. It feels like everything's just simple. You know, there's no stress, no worry. It just feels like a breath of fresh air. Like I can breathe easy. And I just, I end with this. And I think what helps you, like someone asked, how do you become alive? I think what helps you is listening to your intuition. Your yeah. intuition really keeps you safe. Listen to your gut and um, you follow that, you will be aligned. And that could be Yes. Thank you so much for having this chat with me. Let's do this again. Yeah. This is fun. Thank you to everyone who tuned in, who maybe asked a question or just said something nice. We appreciate you guys. Um, yeah, we'll do this again soon. All right. Bye.